the church needs to come together regarding everything that is going on. Chaos is break, it will break loose in American cities, I'm telling you, regardless of what happens. I believe that. We're seeing pictures of it. But if you have your Bibles this morning, turn with me to the book of 1 Kings chapter 1 and verse 5. 1 Kings chapter 1, verse 5, starting there. We're going to talk about the attempt to steal the throne. There was an attempt to steal the throne of David. The throne, we'll show you, was already promised to the son, one of David's other, David's youngest, Solomon. But one of David's other boys tried to steal that throne from him. And I believe if we look at this, I believe we can see a parallel of what we see happening in society. Let me tell you, still in elections, still in thrones, it all goes together. Same thing, different ways, to be honest with you. Verse Kings chapter 1, beginning in verse 5. Then Anajiah, the son of Haggith, exalted himself, saying, I will be king. Notice he exalted himself, saying, I will be king. And he prepared him chariots and horsemen, and fifty men to run before him. And his father had not displeased him at any time in saying, Why hast thou done so? And he also was a very godly, goodly man, and his mother bare him after Absalom. And he conferred with Joab, the son of Zerah, with Abathur, the priest, that following Adjiah helped him. But Zedek, the priest, and Benaniah, the son of Jehada, and Nathan the prophet, and Shammah, and Rhea, and the mighty men which belongeth to David were not with Adajiah. And Adajiah slew sheep and oxen and fat cattle by the stone of Zoloth, which is by Ingral. And he called all his brethren the king's sons, and all the men of Judah the king's servants. But Nathan the prophet... And Benaniah and the mighty men, and Solomon his brother, he called not. Wherefore Nathan spoke, spake unto Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, saying, Hast thou not heard that Adonijah, the son of Haggith, doth reign? And David, our Lord, knoweth it not. Now therefore come, let me, I pray thee, give thee counsel that they may save thy own life. And the life of thy son Solomon. Go and get thee unto the king David and say unto him, Didst thou not, my lord, O king, swear unto thy handmaid, saying, As surely Solomon, thy son, shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne? Why then doth Adijah reign? Behold, while thou yet talkest there with the king. I also will come in after thee and confirm my word, thy words. I want to speak to you this morning simply on the thought, the attempt to steal the throne. Heavenly Father, we come before you, dear Lord, today, dear God. Lord, I ask for your anointing, dear God, and I ask for your spirit, dear God to be upon me, dear God, as I bring forth your word this morning. Oh God, today I ask for your divine anointing, oh God. 
I ask, Lord, for you to help me to bring forth your word, dear God. Today I pray, Lord, for your word to just hit the hearts of lives, Lord. Open the ears of the people that they may hear this word this morning. Lord, we honor you, Lord. We lift you up today, Lord, and we exalt you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. The talk of the last few weeks among in the country and around the world is that of the election. There are some that believe this is a fraudulent election in order to try to steal the role of the presidency from Donald Trump to give it to Joe Biden. In fact, I'll tell you right now, I am one of those that believe that it's fraudulent. I am one of those that believe that there's cheating that is taking place because some things just don't make sense, to be honest with you. There's some things that just don't sit right with me about that way. Why would they do something like that? Why would someone try to do that? It's simply to get someone in office that is of their persuasion, if you will. But I want to tell you today, as we see in this text, trying to steal a position of authority is nothing new, if you will. We see right here that we see Adijah, who had plotted to take the throne of David away and exalt himself on it. And by the way, Adijah was the fourth son of King David. But attempts to steal the throne even go back farther than this. You can even go back before man was even existed, came into the, came in, was even created, and see where someone tried to take over the throne of God. Isaiah 14, verses 12 through 15 says, How are thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How are thou cut down? to the ground which just weakened the nations. For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will set also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will be like the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. We know that when Lucifer fell, he drew one-third of the angels with him. It was an attempt to overthrow God. It was an attempt to overthrow God and set himself upon the throne where he, he wanted that position. So what we begin to see is just like with Lucifer and Anagiah, what we begin to see in this nation is the same spirit that was present, that was with Lucifer, that was with Anagiah, take in this land today, in our political offices in America today. And, a, and that is about I. Notice Anagiah would exalt himself. Lucifer would exalt 
himself. It's that same spirit that we see run through our nation. It is the same spirit that we see run through this country today. You see, what we begin to see about Ananias and Ajiah was he was a young man that plotted to take the throne of God. He wanted it for himself. He wanted it to exalt himself. The fact when he began to try to take the throne of his father David was an act of flat-out rebellion in itself. You see, many people don't realize rebellion will affect people today. Think about how rebellion will affect society. Think about how rebellion affects families. Think about when a child rebels against the parents. The pain and the hurt the parents hurt. And that heart of the parent is cut deep into the pierced, into the core. When a worker rebels against an employer, let me tell you, the employer's production slows and the money is lost because someone don't want to do what they were told to do. You can go on when a person or a group rebels against a just and righteous government. Society will suffer. Look around today at our society. Look at Antipia. Look at Black Lives Matter. And you can see how our society suffers. The Bible says, when the righteous reign, the people rejoice. But when the wicked reign, the people mourn. Let me tell you this day. This election is more than about someone taking the office of president at sea. This is an election about a platform. This is what is going on today. It is an election that if, if this don't overturn, can I tell you that abortion's going to run even more rampant today? Can I tell you biblical principles will come under attack? Can I tell you they will attempt to silence the church? Can I tell you they will attempt to close the churches again? And I've already made my decision. If they lock it down, we're not locking it down. Did you hear me today? Did you hear what I'm saying today? Let me tell you, I've already said if they get in, I'm going to preach that much harder about sin, about this ungodly platform that is coming. You see what is happening right now. I told you other day, in a message last Sunday night, I believe, that the platform is what is on trial right here. In the last four years, we've had a pro-Israeli, a pro-man in office who was pro-Israel, who was pro-life, the only president who would march in the march of life, would stand against abortion. We've had a president who was pro-church and who was pro-family. But now that platform has come under attack. Can I tell you the devil ain't like that platform? Can I tell you Satan has hated that platform? 
storm. So now what you see is a, the devil using a bunch of liberals trying to thwart that platform, trying to bring his platform back into ear. You see, one of the things that Joe Biden said, and I don't mean to get political, but I'm going to tell you what he said. First day, he's going to bring back Planned Parenthood funding. He's going to fund, America's going to have to fund abortions overseas. His law will be taught in our schools. My God, help us with that platform. Do you see why this is more than just about a man? But this is about a platform. This is about the devil trying to get his will, trying to get his platform back in society today. Just like Adonijah, he tried to thwart the kingship. He tried to take the throne of his stepfather, David, which was promised to Solomon by the way. So what I begin to see is I begin to see a devil trying to steal the platform form if you will today what I see the devil he didn't like when America has stood with Israel he didn't like when America moved the embassy to Jerusalem and recognized recognized Jerusalem as the capital of Israel if you will so uh, let me tell you what we're seeing today is more than just a battle of flesh and blood it is about the battle that is taking place in the spiritual realm today. My Lord, today we need to be, we're going to have to stand up about this rebellion. It is rebellion against the, against the words of God. It is a rebellion against everything that is right. It is rebellion against God himself. But people say, what does the Bible say about rebellion? Well, let me tell Tell you about rebellion. In 1 Samuel 15 and 23, the Bible says, For rebellion is as the same as witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected thee from being king. Those were the words of to King Saul right there. So we talk about Adijah. He was a rebellious son. But Adijah, he decided he wanted to be king because he wanted it. And he said, I'll do it, whatever I have to do to take the throne. I'll steal it. I don't want it honest. I'll steal it. What he did, what this was, was an act a pride for arrogance on his part. This was an act of self-exaltation of the individual. Notice the Bible says that he wanted to exalt himself. You cannot tell me when you turn on the news and you hear some of these speaking, you hear the pride and the arrogance taken that they stolen the office of the presidency. You can't help but to think you see it when they got the smirk on their face. Why, I'm going to just give you a little nugget right here. 
Let me tell you, why don't you think Joe Biden and Kamala Harris didn't go campaigning? Hello? I'm about ready to say something else a little stronger. I am convinced that we had politicians who worked with the Chinese to develop COVID-19. I'm convinced of that. In fact, you can see it. And as soon as that come out, this was a crisis in order to get mail-in votes. Yeah, we've all had mail-in votes before, but not to this degree. That would create a mass problem. They knew from the beginning. You can go back and see the statements that some of these politicians said. And I'm going to quote this. Nancy Pelosi said that Trump will not be president. She guaranteed that before the election. The Attorney General of Pennsylvania and the governor said that Donald Trump would not win the presidency in the state of Pennsylvania. They knew what was going on. They create a... It's also interesting that this medical company, Pfizer, all of a sudden announces a vaccine for COVID-19. Ain't that something? By the end of December... Uh, right after all this is going on, they announce it. You cannot tell me, and I am convinced of this, that this was all a ploy and work with the Chinese, and I'm not no conspiracy theory person if you know that, to try to get Donald Trump out of office and to put Joe Biden in the office. Why, it's an act of self-exaltation, just like it was with Anajiah. Just like it was with Lucifer to fulfill their lust, to fulfill what they want, to exalt itself above God, if you will. See, I'm going to tell you something. Not enough churches preach on it. They say you need to stay out of it. Well, if we don't stay, if we don't stay in it, they're going to close every door they can. Amen. Let me tell you about socialism. It's what it teaches that government is God. Because it wants you to depend on government for your help. See, what we're seeing right here, today I believe, is what we've seen with Adijah. Self-exaltation. Wanting to be on the throne. And by the way, let me just give you a Jimmy Nugget. It won't be long... If, he, if Joe Biden does get in, that they will turn on him and make Kamala Harris the president. And she's scarier than Joe Biden. She's a bigger threat than Biden, by the way. Both of them are a threat, but she's a bigger one. But you're seeing what happened. Adijah wanted to be king. He was full of pride. By the way, God hates a prideful look. Hates a prideful heart, by the way. That's what he did. He wanted it because he desired it. It wasn't the will of God for him to have it. It wasn't the will of his father, David, to give him that throne. But it's something he wanted. But notice also right here that Adijah did not go at this alone. He came in league with others that 
would help him trying to thwart the throne, if you will. What he did, we are told in Scripture, he prepared him an army. He prepared him chariots. He prepared him horsemen. He prepared him 50 men, as well as his brother Joab, as well as Joab, the son of Zeruah and Abertha. The priest had also had thrown their lot in with this rebellion man. And no doubt, if this would have succeeded, can I tell you there were some that would have, they would have been serious consequences along the wayside. No doubt in my mind that Nathan the prophet, Bathsheba, and Solomon would have been killed. Think about verse 21. Otherwise it shall come to pass when my Lord the king shall sleep with his fathers that I and my son Solomon shall be counted offenders. What Bathsheba was saying there was when David passes, he said there's no doubt that Adijah will kill me and she will kill and he will kill Solomon, and no doubt the prophets of God he, that were against him, everyone that stood against him, would suffer the consequences if he's allowed to remain king. See, Bathsheba knew that this could not go on. She knew their life was in jeopardy. She knew that Adijah would put anyone down that stood against him. Hello, are you seeing some parallels today in our country? Are you starting to see the picture? How many know if you stand against the mainstream, you're castorized? If you speak out against something that's wrong and you don't go along with the mainstream media, you don't go along with what they want, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna stand against this. You're standing against this present this election. You're casturized today. Just yesterday in Washington, D.C., they had to march a million people. Well, let me tell you something what happened. Later on, BLM and Antifia, they ain't nothing but a bunch of terrorists, hoodwink hood little let me put this in a nice way. Let's just call them a bunch of little cowards had to attack people that stood against them. Can I tell you? Let me tell you, this is where we're at. This is the pattern I'm seeing. And let me tell you, if this goes on in America, there will be an attack against the church. If this is allowed to happen, if Biden and, and Ahab, let's call them Ahab and Jezebel, because that's exactly who they are. How many know Ahab was the weak need, couldn't make a decision king, but it was that loud-mouthed woman, by the way, who was a witch. Jezebel was a witch who stood against the prophets who got mad when Elijah, who told Elijah he was going to die. By the way, how many know Elijah never did die? 
Amen. But you can see the attack that Jezebel had against the righteous. And it was always Jezebel who took Naboth's vineyard. So what are you saying, preacher? I'm telling you, when you see that people trying to steal the throne, they will come against anyone that stands in their way. That's the reason I'm so convinced they've allowed some of this to go on in our society. I'm going to tell you the greatest tool the devil uses in 2020, the mainstream media. Amen? Don't believe everything you hear on Fox, CNN, MSNBC. If you don't, you're going to be a nervous wreck now. You see, I'm telling you, you want to hear a report? You hear the report of God. Amen? But I'm telling you, Bathsheba knew that if Adijah stood as king, that she would be considered an offender, standing in the way of him. And her and Solomon and probably the prophets of God would be put to death. See, today I'm telling you where they're going. You say, I don't believe it. Well, you better believe it. Because it's happening in America. They want to shut the preachers up. Amen? They want to shut the true men of God up and the women of God up. They don't mind the church that just smiles and tells you something. But when you stand up against their wickedness, they don't like it. How many of you Herod didn't like John the Baptist? Hello? Herod didn't like John the Baptist. Why? Because John the Baptist pre preached repentance. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. So what they do? We know the story. How she, the daughter danced before Herod. She said, I want the head of John the Baptist on the platter. What the head symbolized. The head symbolized repentance. Because that was John's message. But Bathsheba knew that if Anajiah remained king, that they would be, it wouldn't be long after they, when David passed, that they would be put to death. I dare to tell you, there could be serious consequences for the church if what we see happening happens. They've already talked about it. It's coming from their mouth right now. But can I tell you what it's more about? What Adijah did? His rebellion wasn't just against his daddy. The rebellion was against the will of God. Did you hear that? His rebellion was an act against the will of God. How do you know that, preacher? Because before, we know there was a promise given of the Lord choosing Solomon in 1 Chronicles 28 and 5. And all of my sons, for the Lord had given me many sons. He had chosen my son Solomon to set upon the throne of the kingdom of the Lord over Israel. Right there 
we see the will of God. God had already chosen Solomon to be king. And Adonijah wanted that. When he tried to take the kingdom, that was an act against the will of God. And can I tell you, you better watch out when you come against the will of God. We see in 1 Kings 1 and 13 too, Bathsheba, to the prophet, Go get thee into the king and say unto him, Didst thou, uh, thou, my lord, O king, swear unto thy handmaid, saying, Surely Solomon, thy son, shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne. Then why then doth Adonijah reign? Listen. The choice was always Solomon. It was God's choice. David even told, already made a vow, that it would be Solomon who would reign after him. How many know Solomon wrote a lot of the, wrote some letters, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon, right there. It was Solomon that God had ordained. It was Solomon was the will of God for the people of Israel. But Adijah tried to steal it. Adijah wanted it. I see jealousy there. You can't tell me Adijah didn't know who was going to reign next. No doubt in my mind he knew who was next. Why do you think he was fighting so hard to get it? Amen. Satan will fight to thwart the will of God. Amen. I wonder if that ain't what we're seeing in this country right now. Amen. I wonder if we ain't seeing a people trying to exalt themselves and try to take away the will of God happening in our nation. Think about it. This is a parallel, I believe, of what we're seeing right now because a lot of times when you can read in the Bible, you begin to read in the Bible, you can see pictures as it was, so shall it be. Amen? I've already seen Listen, you can see it. Jesus said, as it was, so shall it be, didn't he? With Noah's day and Lot's day. Let me tell you, the old saying, you can see these things screenshot again in different ways. Well, I believe we could be seeing that before our very eyes. You see, one of the things I begin to understand is how Satan will try to thwart the will of God in order to keep the will of God from coming to pass. You can go through the Scripture and see it. You can see how Satan would try to destroy the lineage that Jesus would come through throughout the Old Testament. He would try to pollute it, try to destroy along the way. You would see how Satan would try to use King Herod to kill all the firstborn male child when he heard that another king 
had, be, had been born. Do you see what I'm saying right there? You can look throughout the Bible and see pictures and parallels of things and see how Satan has always tried to thwart the will of God. There's a fight. There's a battle that is going on. And this battle right here in 1 Kings chapter 1 was a battle for the throne of David. And for Solomon to become king. And Ajah had evil plans. And Ajah planned to kill those that stood in opposition to him. He planned to kill Solomon. I believe Solomon and Bathsheba could have been the first ones to go. Because he knew Bathsheba was the mother of Solomon. He knew that Solomon was the rightful heir to that king, to that throne, not him. But can I tell you today, there were some people who stood up to fight against this from happening. Ooh. Did you hear me? Nathan the prophet and Bathsheba said no. We're not going to allow this to happen. We're going to stand against the evil plot. You see, sometimes the evil plot may look like it's succeeding. But I'm going to tell you, there's something that comes on down the road also. Right here, it looked like that Adijah would be successful in taking the throne. After all, he had, he had the army, his army commander was Joab leading it. But despite how it looked, Nathan the prophet and Bathsheba said, we're going to stand against this. We're going to fight against this. You see, church, that's the reason it's important for you and I to stand against this. Amen. It is the reason for I'm preaching this this morning. Amen. What's going on in America is a travesty of justice. Amen. One thing I'm going to just say this. One thing I have discovered, I already knew of, but it's really come to light about the state of Pennsylvania. There's a bunch of crooks that run it in Harrisburg. I don't back off of that statement. There are a bunch of thieves down there in Harrisburg, all from the governor's chair and all his administration. I said it. I'll take the wrath for it because that's what they are. I'll call them out to their face, a thief. But no matter how many, it looks bad. You know what? The church must be like Nathan the prophet. It must be like Bathsheba. And it must say, we're going to stand against this. It must say, we're going to fight. 
You must stand against when it looks like the devil succeeding in your life. You must fight against the devil today. Amen? You must fight. You must fight today. Did you hear me? You got to stand your ground against that enemy today. Amen? They weren't going to back off. They knew what was at stake. Church, I'm not going to be silent. If you want one of these little preachers that won't offend somebody, you got the wrong one. My mouth's too big not to offend somebody. With the gospel of Jesus Christ. You want some of these preachers to tell you, just leave it alone and be quiet. That ain't what God says. God says, speak out. Hey, man, these people had to take a stand. You know what they had to do? We'll see what they had to do. Bathsheba had to go to the king, her husband David, if you will. But church, we got to fight the shames of the devil. We can't roll over. We can't roll over. They want us to roll over. They want us to be quiet. But I ain't going to be quiet. Let me tell you what the Bible says. Jesus said to occupy till I come. Yes, Jesus is coming. And I believe we're that much closer to Him coming. This is a good environment for Him to show up in. Amen. This is a good environment for that trumpet to blow. A political crisis, a moral crisis, all flowing through this land. But until He comes, guess what? I've got to be about His business. The church must be fighting until He calls us home. Amen. And the sooner... He calls me home, the better off I'll be. <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> sooner he calls me, sooner as that trump blows, <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> hey, man, hey, man, I tell you. See, Nathan and Bathsheba wouldn't just roll over because they knew there's too much at stake. Church, we can't roll over. No matter what happens, we can't roll over. No matter what it may cost, we got to keep fighting. I tell you, if had a giant would have took over, every one of them would have been executed. That was a threat to his throne. Every one of them that didn't like him would have been executed. But there were some people that kept fighting. You got to fight today you see when you quit that's when one defeat when defeat comes let me use this as an analogy see that's the reason they want the president to concede because he concedes it's over amen you concede it's over my advice is don't concede you fight to the last minute you fight till you get exhausted everything possible I didn't then. I don't know if I'd concede or not. But if he concedes, it's over. See, the devil wants us to concede. But we ain't going to concede. Amen. We're going to keep marching on. We're going to stand against his wiles. Preacher, ain't you afraid of what's going on? No. If, if they get in office, guess what I'm going to do? I'm still going to be preaching. If they say you can't have church four to six weeks, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to be opening the doors. Hey, man, I've already made my mind up. We're not closing down again. Hey, man, 
you're worried about COVID, I got a thing that sprays everything and kills all the disinfection in here. Well, you get it again. It's good for flu and cold, too, by the way. So it's a good investment after all. But I'm telling you, they'll try it. Four to six weeks, they're talking about trying to shut the day down. Oh, no, I'm not shutting down. Hey, man, I'll be here. It's up to you whether you want to come or not. I'll be here. Hey, man, I'm not rolling over if this wicked administration gets in. I'm going to stand strong. Amen. We got to stand in the faith. God called me to be a preacher. Amen. I'm telling you today, but too many people, I may try this. Justin may have to, or Ashley may have to help me up if I do this. <laughs> hey, God. They want us to roll over in the floor like this. I can do it a little bit. They want you to roll over and where they can stomp on you. Hey, man. I got news for you. I'm not here to roll on you. I'm here to stomp. I'm here to tread on serpents and scorpions this morning. I'm here to stand against the wiles of the devil. I'm here to stand against his sheens. I'm here to declare what you see happening in D.C. in America today is wrong before God. My prayer, they get all exposed. We can't roll them. See, what happened right there was what she was aware of, what Nathan properly warned Bathsheba, what was happening. That Anajiah was trying to seize the throne. She must immediately go to David. By the way, in that time, she just couldn't go when she wanted to. She really had to have a time scheduled or had the king's permission to go into him. This was really an act of faith. She must immediately go to David and remind him that he had sworn an oath to Solomon was to be next king, to be the next king. She went in and did so respectfully and told him all that was going on. Then Nathan the prophet came in and confirmed her words. She, almost like Esther. How many know the story of Esther? How many know Haman had a plan to execute the Jews? But God had an Esther for such a time as this. She spoke up when she really didn't have permission, but she saved her nation of Israel right there. My gosh, I can't help believe that God's got an Esther somewhere right now. Amen. I told you Wednesday night, I believe God knows there's somebody that knows exactly what's going on in our country today. Listen, what I'm trying to tell you today is we've got to let our voices ring loud in this nation today. We can't roll over because if Nathan and Bathsheba knew this, they knew if they did rolled over, they would be considered offenders before him. Church, we, got to, we can't roll over. We can't concede because if we concede, they're still going to come after the church. Hey, man. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We need to be like John the Baptist. We need that Elijah to come upon us. But I want you to know something. These two stood, and I want you to know that the plot of the enemy was destroyed. 
I want you to know Adagiah did not get the throne. He had already proclaimed himself king. Let me tell you, let me just read. He was, first of all, he was in for surprise. And no doubt he had already was coronating himself. My Lord, he already had people calling him King Adjaniah. <laughs> he already had other people calling him King, King, King. Other people were calling him King. But God was getting ready to strip him of his title. Uh-oh, don't that sound like a little familiar? They're already calling somebody King, already calling him President and all of that. Ain't it going to be something when God turns this thing around and strips him of that title? You see why I get this picture from there? Because it's a parallel what I believe is happening. And I'm believing God to do this. Hedonia was parting. He already had his people around him. They were, coron they were crowning him. Had his coronation. My Lord, they were singing to him. He were eating dinner the whole time. David was kinging. He was crowning Solomon. Verse Kings 39 and 40. And Zadok the priest took a horn of oil out of the tabernacle and anointed Solomon. And they blew the trumpet and all the people said, God save King Solomon. And all the people came up after him. And the people piped with pipes and rejoiced with great joy so that the earth rent with the sound of them. Listen. I remind you of Proverbs 29 and 2. When the righteous reign are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. No truer statement than that. Listen. Today, church, Jazz, you can go ahead and get ready to get Marcy. We got to stand strong. Verse 41 right there. Let me read the verse 41. See what Anajiah was doing. And Anajiah and all the guests that were with him heard it as they heard, made it end of eating. And when Joab heard the sound of the trumpet, he said, Wherefore is the noise of the city being in an uproar? The people were rejoicing because Solomon had been made king. The righteous. Anajiah was the wicked. But Adajiah already crowned himself. He was eating and celebrating. And all of a the sudden they heard a noise. They heard this great big celebration take place. What's going on there in the city? What's the uproar for? Boy, weren't they in for a little surprise. Adajiah was no more king no more king he wasn't no king Solomon had been made king Hanajah he was a self-appointed illegitimate fraud Ooh. you can use that however you want to this morning in our modern society he was a self-appointed had his little girl around him who had coordinated him singing his praises the whole time while they were celebrating. 
God was crowning his choice. Sometimes it's a fight to get to where God wants you to go. Amen. I remind you of another story. Before David, you need to remember too, the people had chose Saul as their king. God had already chose David as the king. You know, it took a little bit to get David the kingship, but God got him there. So what I'm telling you is, don't be surprised at the fight we're seeing in America. Don't be surprised. People are already crowning you. But just like Anajiah, Anajiah was illegitimate. He was a fraud. He was not God's choice, and he was not the king. He just tried to steal the throne. The real king was Solomon. That's who David had appointed. But it tells me we can't roll over. It tells me we're going to have to fight. We're going to have to stand up. And we're going to have to speak in these last days. Church, they want to know why why there was an uproar. Because God had spoiled the plans. God had spoiled the plans because he had some people that would stand up. They would have rolled over. Adijah would have stayed king. He would have took it. It's when you fight, you will get victory. Amen? God looks for warriors. Thank God for Bathsheba. Thank God for Nathan the prophet. The plot was spoiled. Their plan was prevented. And the will of God came through. Verses 49 through 53, let me read this to you. And also, also thus said the king, Blessed be the Lord God, who had given one to sit on my throne this day, by eyes ever seeing it. And all the guests that were with Adonijah were afraid, and rose up and went every man his way. And Adonijah feared because of Solomon, and arose and went and caught a hold of the, on the horns of the altar. And it was told Solomon, saying, Behold, Anajiah feareth King Solomon, wouldn't you, if you done what you did? <laughs> Amen. Now you got to stand before him. For lo, he had caught hold of the horns of the altar, saying, Let King Solomon swear unto me this day that he will not slay his servant with the sword. And Solomon said, If he will show himself a worthy man, there shall not be a hair of him fall to the earth. But if the wickedness shall be found in him, he shall die. So King Solomon sent and they brought him down from the altar. And he came and bowed himself to King Solomon. And Solomon said unto him, go to the house. See what happened. After finding out Solomon king fear came upon Anajiah. Fear came upon those that was in cahoots with him. I dare to say, I'm believing that when this is all said and done, there's going to be some people in some high places that's going to be fearing. (laughs) 
Hinejah fell before God. He pleaded for mercy. Despite his deliberate crime, Solomon would eventually put him on probation if he renounced his claim to the throne. But I want you to know something. Adonijah never did get his heart right. He was always a rebellious even after that a little bit. He never did get right. He always had a rebellious heart. In any other situation either. Solomon sent and they brought him down before the altar. And he came and bowed himself to the king. And the king Solomon and said unto him, Go to thy own house. See that prideful, arrogant Adonijah had got humbled a little bit when he had to bow before his brother, the rightful king of Israel, Solomon. And Ajiah had to admit who was the king of Israel, Solomon. A prideful, arrogant man God brought him to his knees to admit that Solomon was the king. Boy, that's a humbling experience from somebody that was full of arrogance and pride that thought he could just thwart himself. How many know God done Satan like it? <laughs> How many know Satan knows that Jesus the king of kings and lord of lords today? Amen. I'm telling you, what I'm trying to tell you today, church, we got to fight. This is about the will of God. It's what it boils down to. It was about the plot to steal the throne. It was about the thwart the will of God in Israel. It's a picture of how Satan desires to thwart what God wants. But that we must be willing to stand. You can stand in here this morning. This is a simple altar call today. See, corruption does fill our land today. We're just getting a glimpse of what's been going on probably for years. It's coming into light. To be honest with you, we need to be praying. We need to stand up. People are trying to take positions. Trying to take power that don't belong to them in order to fill their own platform to do what they want to, to do evil things in our country, in our land, against the things of God, against the people of God. But I want you to know God will prevail. But God needs some people to say, I'm going to stand up and fight. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. When we miss the will of God, it's because nobody stood up. It was never the will of God for prayer to be took out of schools, but what happened? The church sat down and be silent. It was never the will of God for same-sex marriages, but guess what? The church was silent. It was never the will of God for abortion, but the church was silent. Amen? It was not the will of God for him to be king, but, David, but Bathsheba and Nathan the prophet stood up. And victory come. How many would say this morning, I'm going to stand against today. I'm going to pray in this battle that we're in. I'm going to pray against this, what we're seeing in their land today. 
God, I'm standing against this thought, against your will. I'm asking, Lord, for you to move, dear God, upon this land. Let truth and righteousness prevail. Let light expose the darkness. Let those that may be guilty be exposed. Today, Lord, let truth and righteousness prevail. We honor you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.